0: Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter, ready to talk indie wrestling with you with our guest today. But first, please go check out everything at IndieWrestling.us. WrestlingMayhemShow.com is the main site for the podcast and everything. Uh, Subscribe on Stitcher, Speaker, iTunes iHeartRadio radio and of course the video versions on the wrestling Mayhem show youtube and the uh youtube and the uh facebook page yes where we're streaming live right now and also keep an eye on the facebook page there's a lot of events for interviews coming up and everything of that sort uh as we get them whenever we get them uh, uh schedule wise and everything like that i just realized i still have a name tag on from the event i just came from excuse me while i de-identify a little bit uh but with us today uh somebody that we had on um from way back in the day on the wrestling mayhem show i think we interviewed him in philadelphia at a ring of after a ring of honor event if i'm not mistaken if that if that's correct beautiful bobby shields joins us on the show today how you doing man Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you got your back.
1: <laughs> when I was trying to think of when um it was that we you had me on last. Was it like twenty ten or something?
0: Something like that. It's back when I remember it was when uh, Ring of Honor were doing their T V tapings for H D Net, if that puts any. Okay, on. so it was H
1: D Net days, and I believe that ended the beginning of twenty eleven. Wow.
0: Wow. And we were out there uh filming a little bit for Montreal theater which seemed to take three years yes. to do. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: It was, I remember Joe Dombrowski was there, and, um, yeah.
0: Bobby Beverly, so we had the Bobbies. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yep, yep. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he ended up working a match.
0: Yep. The TV. Yeah, probably 2010. The good old days, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, let's get started with our a little get-to-know-you question first off. Of course, you're into this stuff. You got to be a fan to begin with. What's your earliest memory of pro wrestling?
1: So I kind of have a couple of early memories of pro wrestling, and my earliest memories were of really of like Hulk Hogan, actually. Um, So I was always uh, I was a fan of the Hulkster before I was actually a a fan of uh, pro wrestling because I can remember my dad watching it a little bit. I guess it would have been the 80s uh and not really liking it um it was kind of boring to me uh and then I remember probably around second grade so let's say 9091 I'm flipping through the channels and I want to say it had to, it was something with the undertaker uh and uh I ended up sitting there watching it and uh I remember then looking for it like every day basically because you're young you don't know how tv schedules work and after a certain amount of time asking my dad when it was on and uh i don't think i ever missed a tuesday night titans or a monday night raw after that basically
0: that's awesome that's great so how did you move from the the watcher to deciding okay maybe this is something that i can do
1: Uh, so growing up, I did judo for, let's say 10, 12 years, something like that. And I realized, um, that a lot of it kind of crossed over in a way. I mean, one is, is a a truly you versus the other person sport, but, um, I had been learning how to fall since I was like six years old. Um, a lot of the moves while, while, uh, might not be similar in the sense in judo, you don't want to go with the guy, but, uh, they're the same moves that, uh, you'd see in wrestling
0: almost. Awesome. So it kind of, it kind of rolled right into it, right?
1: <clears throat> yeah. And then just, um, Sean Waltman, uh, uh, as actually like the one, two, three kid was somebody who I saw as being like the smaller guy and kind of inspiring me. And, um, I, I think, strangely, uh, I think backyard wrestling was actually a lot bigger in the nine late '90s, and uh, uh, like probably almost every pro wrestler there is out there ended up kind of doing that with buddies, and uh, lo and behold, found a school in Rochester, New York, and here I am, almost 15 years later.
0: <laughs> so you've been over uh, a, a bit. I mean, you were. I think you were located in Philadelphia for a bit there uh and and you worked all around um i think the most that i started seeing you was uh up in prime wrestling uh and uh you know i kind of threatened to bring this up on the live show the other day but uh uh, you know as, as part of uh you you had long flowing locks i think every wrestler has that phase don't they they have the long hair phase and the short hair phase right
1: i think so uh i think it's a pretty standard wrestler look is long hair uh, I see a, in the background there, some clips being pulled up. Um, yeah, it, it was a phase. It was, uh, you know, though, I think the, uh, long bleach blonde hair there for a while was really unique. I don't think a lot of people really did that. So it helped me stand out. I think for better or worse. It was part of my identity. It was who I was. Mm-hmm.
0: And that was something that was, uh, of course, prime wrestling was something that was a uh, uh, local TV up there in Cleveland. Uh, definitely a little bit different than most, most groups that you, probably you're participating in, right?
1: I'd say so. I mean, uh, it was great. Um, it wasn't... It was real TV without being real TV experience because real TV um, is obviously a lot more higher pressure probably, but it got you used to working a camera versus a crowd, things like that, um, mm. and really trying to uh, mentally stick to your times more, more often than, than not.
0: And, of course, uh, uh, leading classically to the hair versus hair match, uh, <laughs> which I think, didn't they get, they got a local barber that was a sponsor to come in and cut your hair for you.
1: They did. I believe it was, uh, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but I think it was Johnny Gargano's mom's friend.
0: <laughs> there she is. Wow, look at the leopard print. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was amazing.
0: <laughs> well, at least he got it professionally done. Usually it's a hack job, right? I mean, you know, yeah, it's something a little better to to, to deal with. <laughs> the that original
1: here. idea was go full ball, but but they um, they couldn't get the uh, extension cable. Basically, they didn't have an extension cable, and, and the thing wasn't <laughs> battery powered. So I think that worked out in my favor. They also said it would have taken way longer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I love that it Already
1: kind of took too long.
0: You're struggling, and you're making these gray faces, <clears throat> and she's just like like mildly like using using. She's still combing your hair gently. As she's doing this, <laughs> yeah,
1: she had a straight up like uh, sharp ass razor. Like if I moved my head too much, I was getting scalped. <laughs>
0: That's great. Uh, some good times with that stuff. Um, and of course, <laughs> uh, I, I got to bring up so because you know I, I follow you on Facebook uh, uh, personally, and I, I know you're very involved in, in in a few different things, including bodybuilding. Um, and I didn't know that you were like into like, you know, holy crap! This is real bodybuilding uh, uh, from the pictures I've been seeing. Can you talk about a little bit of getting involved with that alongside pro wrestling?
1: Well, so um, pro wrestling is great, but in a way, it doesn't. um, uh, It hasn't been. Uh, the biggest driving force in a while. Uh, It's hard to sometimes stick to a diet or, or uh, really motivate yourself to push yourself in the gym. So the real thing that I've kind of been more involved with is powerlifting. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been doing that since, let's see, my first competition was 2013. Yeah. And, um, uh, USAPL Raw Nationals was October of... was is usually in, is in October. And so last year's 2015 was... Uh, I competed at, but a week before I kind of rolled my ankle. And I've been having actually a knee problem pretty severely ever since. And so uh, I made it through Raw Nationals, but I really couldn't continue training that method. Um, so... I decided to finally pull the trigger on something that, that I thought about for a while. And that was bodybuilding. And, and I actually really enjoyed it. It it was a good grind, but it really, it really, really, really takes over your entire life. Um, It's a 24 seven thing versus everything else I've done, wrestling, body uh, wrestling, powerlifting, judo, everything. You have a bad session, you have a bad day, you know, maybe you just go and have a pizza or something like that. I don't know whatever (laughs) it might be. But with bodybuilding, it's twenty four seven. You cannot go and do that type of stuff. So it was a, it was a six month prep from Ju- January 9th to July 9th, basically. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was awesome. But um, something I, I may do again in twenty eighteen. I don't know. I'm trying to uh, uh, do the powerlifting again. I'm scheduled for a meet on twelve seventeen and uh hopefully it goes well and I'll I'll compete in that for a little while again and then really I'll I'll be able to see which one I, I like a little bit more.
0: Awesome. And of course uh you've been popping up on, on my radar here uh a big part of this uh uh the latest things going on in in uh, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. With um, uh, other 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 friends of ours that have been in other promotions like Marshall Gambino and, and Super Hentai, uh, but the highlight for me has been uh, you, you tagging with Super Hentai alone, awesome. But also both of you coming out sporting the Zubas.
1: Yeah, man, Z- Zubas, man. It's the ZWO. We're taking over. <laughs> um, yeah. Once again, it's got you got to stand out. Everybody's wearing black and red or simple stuff or. Whatever. This stands out. How many people are wearing that?
0: (laughs) Not entirely the Zubask uh, 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 crowd, too.
1: Yeah, whatever.
0: (laughs) That's great. Alright, so what are you watching today? What are you watching in wrestling? What's got your attention? What are you kind of looking out for now? Or in bodybuilding?
1: Um, I, guess. No I, I shouldn't say I'm really even watching much wrestling I, should, I feel mm. like that guy saying oh, I don't really watch oh, wrestling you're, you're anymore you're that
0: classic indie guy that doesn't watch wrestling yeah, anymore man it's, um, you're so jaded
1: yeah I don't even know if it's that it's maybe like I do feel like I've seen so much and and I it, this is almost like a, a product of their uh, a downfall of their own success it sounds ridiculous to say, but there are too many good matches now. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and it, it, it makes it so it's not that special when you see like this amazing matchup, like, um, you know, maybe the first time you saw like an AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho or something like, wow. But the third or fourth or fifth time, like no matter how good it is, it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, you're seeing it again and again. Um, So I haven't really been paying super attention to anything. Um, There's just an overabundance of it on TV Mm -hmm. um, with the, you know, raw being three hours, SmackDown, two hours, you got NXT on the network. You got um, all the backlog stuff on the network. You have TNA, you have ring of honor. Uh, And that's, that's what I'm able to watch. I know that there's, so much more out there I, I gave up on trying to watch like your pwgs and stuff like that because um, i just don't have the time to dedicate to it uh mm-hmm. or to watch so much uh, monday night raw is still on my tv every monday night but the attention to it is is not there completely um yeah so i'm not really watching too much but Shows that I do give my attention to, though, are, like, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> and now, like, Supergirl. Like, yep. they're awesome.
0: <laughs> it might be overtaking wrestling. Well, is there anything catching your attention on the shows that you're on, that you're seeing out there on the road?
1: Yeah, so shows that I'm on, and, and I'm, I'm kind of disappointed I, I'm not on those shows a little bit anymore. But uh, in ECWA, there there was um, uh, there's there's some tag teams. um that were uh, trained by Mike Keener. Um, they are, are uh, doing awesome stuff, and for some reason, I am completely blanking on names, and <laughs> I, I blame too many concussions on that.
0: <laughs> I th- wait, 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 wait! No, no, Chris Taylor was already given that 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 answer just last episode. We can't have that. We can't. We can't have that two episodes in a row.
1: <laughs> oh, it's definitely it would probably happened too, too much. It's, it's oh, Eric Martin and and uh, yeah, uh, um, they're the uh, what the hell are their names? Throwbacks. Wow. Oh. Um, anyways, they uh, the classics. Yes, that's what they are. I wanted to call them like the throwbacks, but I knew they weren't throwbacks. That was the the uh, team in Shakar. Um, the classics. They're they're awesome dudes like who are just a few years in who are um gonna make some some big waves uh logan East LaRoe uh in virginia he's in shakara as well um uh he's pretty awesome stuff like these are guys that that are gonna be something soon i think um, um trying to think of others that uh that i see lately that really catch my eye those I would say those are the, the main couple of people that, that I've seen really develop and, and, and uh, who I've talked to or whatever. You know, Maybe it's more of a personal connection then, mm-hmm. and I'm a little bit uh, biased and jaded on them, but yeah.
0: Look out for them. I already found some stuff real quick on YouTube, ECWA, looking up the classics, and look up those other names too if you guys want to check them out. Definitely out there. Um, all right, so uh, from there, uh, I want to close with uh, our usual question. You can take this any way you want. As extreme or as uh, gentle as you want to, but what's the best and the worst thing from indie wrestling? You've been at it for a while.
1: The best thing is definitely the high you get from uh, from from a match going good, from from everything clicking, from the reaction. Like, man, there is nothing better. You feel like Superman right then, right? You have so much confidence from from it. It's it's by far the best thing. And, and I think, uh, also right now, um, going is, is the, uh, a good majority of the promotions, at least that I, I seem to be working for now, like they, they go out and they hustle. They're not just expecting people to show up. Mm. Um, so, so it, it really usually inspires you when, um, to work harder when you can tell that the promoters are working hard, that they're doing their, their job promoting. So those are the things that are awesome right now or in general, like when promoters promote and, and they work, it makes you want to work. And, and then good crowds tend to lead to uh, good matches, which good morale and just is a great time Then <laughs> um, I'd say that the worst thing though is, uh, the ease that so many people call themselves pro wrestlers, um, or, uh, get into the business, um, they, uh, yeah, they'll, there's too many trainers basically. Like, I wish there were, I'm in the minority I know because I support uh, state commissions um, because it it cuts down on the number of promotions generally. Mm -hmm. And man, if there was some way for like a state commission to be able to limit like the schools or something, that'd be amazing too because you definitely cut down on the amount of, of people coming out. So there might be, you know, let's say there's a hundred jobs in the WWE there might be a hundred, you know, is it 10,000, a hundred thousand people out there that are indie wrestlers, like technically vying for those jobs. I don't know.
0: That's a good, that's a good number. I, I, and there's a lot of, I mean, you know, how many of those are not even close to anything that WWE or one of other promotions would pick up too. Like there's like, right. Like and a, like,
1: um, There are guys in this area that are, that were trained by somebody and this, this somebody didn't even have a ring. They literally would go to like the community center and pull out like just gym mats and and get trained on those. So they never really learned how to, to like run the ropes or like even really bump properly. uh, You know? And then they, they wondered why they weren't getting book places. Well, maybe it's because you, uh, uh, you know, weren't really trained. You, you, you claim you love this business so much, but yet you weren't re- willing to sacrifice by driving somewhere um, worthwhile to get trained or spending the money. Mm-hmm. Like how much do you really love this and how much, how much desire do you really have if, if you're not willing to put any sacrifice forth?
0: And, and there is, there is a little bit of, of, you know, kind of vetting the person that's training you too. And unfortunately I, I think like some people and I've heard, we've heard the story from many of our guests on the show. Like, I started going to this wrestling show and found out they had a school and I, went and, and I was like, oh, that's how you get into wrestling and that's it. So maybe these people are the same way. They don't know, you know...
1: Completely. And no. and
0: like, I...
1: I really... <laughs> this is going to sound so, so <laughs> double-edged. Uh, I think my training was terrible, but I think my trainers were not. Um, and I think it's due to stuff like that where it was... Um, the school for a promotion and kind of that probably kept the promotion open longer than maybe it should have. Uh, but it was a rotating door of, of trainers. And a lot of the time it was just kind of get in the ring and, and beat you up and, and not really teach you like psychology of a match or anything like that, or, or really have like a lesson plan to make sure that guys progress.
0: Certainly, certainly What can be said for that. Um, I know we've had we've had people saying like, well, if your guy doesn't doesn't has never been in the WWE, if that's where you want to go. Then, like, why are you training with anybody else? And it's one way to look at it too. Yeah,
1: yeah. people have asked me or or have said like that that um, and and you know I'm not patting myself on the back, but because uh, but they they feel as though like I have a good mind for the business or I could train somebody very well, and I'm willing to give help and pointers. But I never made large substantial amounts of money, so I don't feel like I could train you to be able to do the same thing, to be able to do that. If you want to make it to like maybe a little bit less than my level, because every carbon cl- copy is going to be a little bit less. Like, sure, I can help you become an indie slub.
0: How many how many guys are on the WWE roster that had a crappy trainer? You know that that you know rose above that the trainer that they had. You know, I think it's an interesting question to look at too. So. Honestly,
1: probably uh, quite a few. Mm-hmm. Now that they're kind of taking indie guys, I mean, a lot of guys do develop past that. But I think you're already putting yourself at a uh, at a negative. Uh, you know, you're putting yourself behind.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, food for thought out there for, for a trainer. So if if, if people want to get at you, find out what's going on with Bobby Shields, where are you going to be um, online, or ask you about training uh, or to train them, uh, where can they find you online?
1: Uh, the best places would be, um, I guess, Twitter, at Real Bob Shields, at, on Instagram, at underscore Flex Appeal, and uh, bobbyshields.com um, is never the most up-to-date place, but a place that you can find links to everywhere else.
0: And I apologize, because I think I put the wrong Twitter in your uh, uh, screen. So <laughs> ignore that. Go to, go to Real Bob Shields. I don't know who this other guy is. But uh, yeah,
1: what well, they like to? Yeah, I'm
0: curious. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, will let's type in real Bobby Shields and see who that is. Uh, but uh, <laughs> whoops, sorry about that. Whoever you are, uh, but no, go check him out. Good guy to follow. If he's coming to your area, definitely check out the show or check out stuff over on Indie Wrestling IWCRWA. I don't think you've done V.O.W., right? Prime Wrestling's on there. Actually, you're probably in. A, you're, yeah, you're definitely in some of that. The, I did
1: a V.O.W. or two.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's in there. Uh, so just type in Bobby Shields over there. You'll pop up a bunch of his matches, including the Resolution Anthology. You can actually get all the Resolutions, including that hair versus hair match that he was involved in, which is also yes. available online widely at Prime Wrestling. And now. the
1: uh, N-Sex Appeal versus the Handicap Heroes, yeah, I believe, so, in a street fight.
0: Yeah, yeah, with uh, Zach Gowen uh-huh. and uh, Greg Irons.
1: Myself versus Ben Fruth. Uh What else? What else was there? Oh, the formation of Sex Appeal against Fontaine's Freaks led to the ring by Oscar from Men on a Mission. <laughs>
0: we had, we did a uh, we did a uh, Superstars or, or Legends DVD for Prime Wrestling, and then it's like I'm looking at the list, and I'm like, Oscar from Men on a Mission, but do you? Wrestle? Oh yeah, no. So and it, it's literally just him coming out and rapping, right? So, that's all. Yeah, does. yeah.
1: Um, like, uh, I, once again, I don't know, like, you know, how much I should say, but, but I believe he pretty much offered to do that for nothing. Cause he was trying to like finagle his way into some financial scams to like say he was, uh, he was, um, uh, representing the company. So he could go around and ask businesses for money. Oh
0: no. <laughs> okay oh wow yeah. that's, that's on there too uh, so there you go you can find that on YouTube too just look up uh, Oscar and Prime Wrestling it's not the best quality uh, uh, cut from this but uh, oh man there he is it's so good how was the rap I can't remember
1: uh, it wasn't bad yeah good. it wasn't too bad um, I actually really really like that six man tag and that is where Bobby Beverly lost like half his teeth oh
0: no <laughs> Jeez.
1: and it was its own stupid fault
0: there you go. Go check. Wait, wait. What happened? There's got to be stories. He,
1: he did a big stinger splash in the corner and literally hit the ring post.
0: Like not, like not, not fake out. Like it. No, like, like shot himself so far,
1: and it was and and just faced right into the ring post. I guess
0: you know. I never thought when Dolph Ziggler does that, like almost every attempt that he makes. And I'm like, nobody can do that. Nobody could really do that. Nope. You, you, you tell me Bobby Beverly just proves me wrong on that.
1: I think so. Or he definitely hit it off of something metal. Cause he did crack like a good couple of teeth and, and uh, yeah.
0: Hey, there's a Samoan in this match too. Uh, yeah.
1: Naj, the wild Samoan from, I believe he claimed he was the, Naj, the wild Samoan from Hawaii, which was confusing because Samoans aren't usually from Hawaii.
0: Uh, it's all the same ocean. There he and in the ring now. If you're on the video, so thank you so much, Bobby Shields. Always great chatting with you. Can't wait to awesome. see you at the next RWA show, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. At least here in the Pittsburgh area, if you want to check them out uh, at Real Bob Shields on the Twitter. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. See you uh, at RWA on December the 10th. Yep, and this weekend, Primal Conflict Wrestling in Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Uh, ten nineteen or eleven nineteen, and Nova Pro Wrestling eleven twenty five oh, Friday yeah.
0: night. Check them out, and of course, check out everything at wrestlingmayhemshow.com dot All the interviews, all the past interviews we've done with so many uh people on the Indies, wrestlers, and the people around it, including Indie Wrestle Life on the Twitter, uh and which was a really surprising one. What he's into uh videographers, announcers, promoters, you name it. Check out Indie Mayhem Show on IndieWrestling.us and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And, of course, like I said, check out uh, uh, Bobby Shields himself and everybody else over on IndieWrestling.us and around the indies, call him by our boy Riz to get you updates on what happened, what you need to know from the weekend before in independent pro wrestling. And, And he has a lot of fun with it, too. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you guys next time and support Indie Wrestling.